0: building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution?
1: Hey, it's Coach Freddie, and I'm here in Asheville at 5th Season, and I'm speaking to Mike Weeks. Yes, indeed. Uh, how you doing, Mike? I'm doing well today. Oh, fantastic. So You've been uh, helping the farmers here uh, growing hemp for a couple years now. couple
2: years, yep, and helping organic farmers for, for a lot longer than that, um, but this industrial hemp thing is is pretty new to us all and, and has been pretty exciting. So. Well,
1: well, great. So tell us uh, about your your startup of your company and how you've evolved in in uh, the hemp industry
2: right okay so we got our start back in ninety nine uh, doing doing hydroponics retailing okay and um, we always kind of saw the writing on the wall and uh, so we north here we are in two thousand eighteen North Carolina's finally coming around to uh, a good pilot program and uh, I'd say we've seen our I don't want to throw a number out there, but, you know, I, I'd say last year I had like three or four hemp growers. Now okay. I'm up uh-huh. to probably 12 or so. Okay. Uh, and meeting new ones all the time. Yeah. And uh, the the first wave that we saw this year was in the, the, the propagation um, arena. You know, everybody getting their all their materials they needed for, for taking thousands of clones you know yeah historically we were set up you know for a couple hundred clones you know that was the average setup and now we're we're helping folks uh facilitate you know 10,000 cuttings so yeah.
1: yeah so what kind of materials uh, are they looking for or are you supplying them with um well they're getting uh cases of humidomes
2: which is our like the clear plastic covers that will okay. um that'll go over the fresh cuttings okay uh a lot of um, different cloning gels. A lot of different types of medium. Some of them are. Most of them are using um, our rapid rooter starter plugs. Okay. Um,
1: rapid rooter, huh?
2: Yep, yep oh. it's like a little brown plug, and uh, it's great for um, uh, aeration and moisture all together. Okay. So it really makes it lends it to being a, a, a favorable medium for for taking a cutting. Okay. Um, some of them are using Rockwell, but I'd say more of them are using the, the, the rapid rooter plugs. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And so what else are you supplying them? What kind of other things?
2: Well, now that we're getting past the propagation stage and everybody's starting to uh, transplant out in the field, we're getting more into our, uh, our amendments and fertilizers okay. and inoculants. Okay. Um, you know, the... the uh, the hemp plant, when it's inoculated with a beneficial mycorrhizae, it's going to improve its ability to, for, for nutrient
1: absorption. So, explain that term. I've never heard that
2: Mycorrhizae? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it's a beneficial fungus, and there's a lot of different um, strains of mycorrhizae, and, and, and certain strains have been known to work well with with these plants. I okay. um, see. So they, so, they will colonize with the roots, and as those roots grow and, and searching for food, the mycorrhizae is key in, in uh, bringing nutrients to the, to the plants.
1: Oh, okay. So this is all organic stuff, right?
2: It is, yeah. It's, it's not exclus- It doesn't have to work exclusively with organics, but it certainly lends well to enhancing
1: an or- organic grow. Okay, awesome. So uh, where else are you helping them out? What, what are you doing?
2: Um, well, I'd say I, if I could predict... Um, the next round is probably going to be in the arena of, of um, pest control okay uh, last year we dealt with some caterpillars okay. uh, I want to say the guys out of Carolina hemp dealt with a, with a little caterpillar infestation um, so we have natural organic products for that
1: okay and what are some of the uh, things that you use for that
2: um, one in particular is uh, it's a it's a bacteria we refer to as BT okay. Um, bti is the specific one to uh to caterpillars you spray it on your on your leaves once they get a little a little taste of it, it shuts down their um i think it's their metabolism uh i think or actually it disrupts their uh their, their digestion okay and since it's still a pilot stage i'm not sure we're, we're all kind of scratching our head on what what kind of products are going to be okay for um to apply to plants that are going to be used for extraction mm-hmm. um okay so yeah that's that's still I'm still working on that bit. Yeah, oh, right. yeah 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 <laughs> I, I definitely stand more to to learn so
1: i see that your, your business as a whole has been really going and strong and building a little bit each year each year right yeah yeah absolutely
2: yeah. well you know and i mean i don't think growing your own food is ever going to uh be a bad idea and that's we see a, we see a lot of growth there a lot of folks want to get out even if it's just a four by four raised bed mm-hmm. and just something to call their own you yeah know? Yeah. Um, yeah that's good yeah it's hard it's hard to put a measure or it's hard to put a value on that
1: yeah you know? yeah it, it's well it gets people back into nature too for that's a it that's one, it you know, some that, kind of
2: connection to your food some kind of connection to the soil you know there's
1: yeah
2: um there's a Specific soil microbes that have been tied to uh, um, uh, serotonin release in the brain, so, mm-hmm. so it's not okay. just a, not just a theory that gardening can make a can, can cure a depression. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> so so I know and I believe that when you talk to plants, that they'll be much more nourished. They they're like pets, you know. You well, Absolutely, to them, absolutely. You know? absolutely. So um, tell, me, tell us your your theory on that.
2: Well, I think that plants can sense our intention. Okay. You know, if we spend time talking to our plants every day, checking on them, making sure they're bug-free, uh, pruning them, whatever it is, um, they they receive that. They yeah. they're they're intelligent enough to to
1: um, to reciprocate that in 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 their health. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I have I have five hemp plants up at Franny's farm mm-hmm. that I planted personally, and they were about. Four to six inches tall, each one of them. Mm-hmm. So I had to talk to them, told them I would be out there uh, in a couple of weeks to look after them. So I have to go out there and, uh, and check on my plants and talk to them a little yeah. bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and as we talk to them, we're also in, in, in
2: enriching the CO2. Yeah, so they'll get a little
1: right. boost there. there you I didn't, I didn't I think, think it, about that. I think either. it goes
2: beyond that, but oh, that's okay. that's, a, that's
1: a that's a start. You ah, know? Like Something that. that can be measured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so what? or your plan? I know you brew beer here, uh, mm-hmm. and you show people how to brew beer. Is anything on the hemp side of uh, brewing? That uh, well,
2: beyond you know, we do have eight taps um, over here at the bar. Right. And we've, um, we will be getting on a hemp ale from a. One World Brewery. Okay. That's more of a, a warm weather sipping beer. Okay. Um, but previously we've had the uh, the Hemper on, which is New Belgium right. brew. Uh, very pungent. I'm not sure what all they put in there. I know that there's some, well, some hemp right. hearts in there.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's got a very distinct aroma. Yeah, it to, does. To, to I was in California when they had a uh, grand opening there. Uh, in California, they were promoting it out there. Yeah. And uh, I'm not a beer, I don't drink any, I used to be a big, big ju- beer drinker, but I don't okay, drink you anymore. don't do anymore, yeah, I remember But, but yeah. the thing is that I did take a sip, and it's just like these stout beers that I used to like. Yeah, yeah you know it's yeah. really really a good uh, yeah i think a good taste for those people that like that hearty hearty beer
2: so I, I think it's just the the beginning you know as far as the the brewing community and how they can how they can tap into the the hemp industry yeah i think we're just kind of scratching the surface
1: oh yeah you know yeah. once
2: we really you know they're they're you know extracting ter- for terpenes and and uh I, don't, I haven't seen anybody put that into a beer yet but um, it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, all this is good stuff. Yeah.
1: So you actually show people how to brew their own beer, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, we, um, we have a couple different permits in here. We're, uh, we can pour you a beer to walk around the store with, um, but we also have a, a home brewing permit so that folks can come in, we walk them through the process, they come back two or three weeks later to bottle their beer and take it home with them.
1: Ah, so, okay. All right. That's
2: the only thing that we're permitted for. I can't I can't pour somebody a beer, like a, a growler, for them to take out.
1: Oh, okay. With them.
2: It's just a fun part of the store, you yeah, know. Like, hey, it
1: brings people in, and they that's look the right. stuff. That's and, right. Uh, you know, that's good. Yeah. And it keeps you happy once in a while, too, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, after the l- end of a long shift, it
1: can't hurt. <laughs> so,
2: I actually just drink ciders and, and wines these these days. Yeah. So, uh, okay. But we
1: always keep a cider on tap. Okay. Awesome. Is that uh, there's alcohol in the cider? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. Absolutely. All right. I
2: enjoy I enjoy beer,
1: but uh, it's a little hard to digest these days. Oh no. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is your plans for this? Is a half the year's over uh, almost? We're at the end of uh, June. Mm-hmm. So, what do you see yourself doing in your business in the in the second half of this this year?
2: Well, um, as it starts to cool off. Uh, our indoor gardening season kind of kicks off okay uh, people are, are wrapping up their their outdoor gardens uh-huh. and uh, you know dusting off or investing in new equipment to, to, to begin growing indoors okay and right. so I think we're gonna see the same with our with our licensed hemp growers uh, once once we're past the season nobody's just gonna hang it up until next season they're gonna um, continue to grow indoors um, uh-huh working on propagation working on genetics yeah and yeah. so you know we're, we want to help facilitate that as much as we can okay
1: now are you giving any classes here on hemp or talk having people come in to talk about hemp
2: not yet okay. not yet i think i've got my top three or four growers that i could that if i asked um they they would support that
1: okay so. all right yeah so i, I can see that being a need, and you have a big enough facility here in the classroom over here, also too. Yeah, absolutely. To, to do that,
2: absolutely. Yeah, I've um, thought about spoke, speaking with uh, Janine Davis, who's uh, one of our head horticulturists um, that heads up the the NC State Research Division. Okay. In um, in Waynesville. Okay. And I've known her for a long time, and she's a uh, She's really taken the the hemp thing on. She's oh, very passionate about it. Oh, great. And uh, so she's she's everybody's coming to her with their with their information. So she's going to know everybody's success stories and their their failures. And, oh yeah. Um, so yeah. we can all learn learn yeah, together.
1: That would be a good that. thing this winter. saying, Okay. That's yeah. so, what we did so far. What happened and everything yeah. else. You know.
2: Yeah. Nothing nothing confirmed there, but um. Yeah. You know, I've known Janine a long time, and
1: I'd love to have her come out and.
2: Right. Do a little talk. If not her, definitely one of our experienced farmers.
1: Yeah, so, awesome. Yeah. Well, um, any last words you like to give uh, the farmers out there, especially? Well, just just be
2: brave. You know, keep <laughs> keep pushing. You <laughs> <like to> <laughs> know, uh, the first time I heard that somebody was putting six thousand plants in the ground this year i was like wow that's ambitious and then not a week later i found i met another farmer that's putting 10,000 clones in the ground so yeah uh you know um let's just let's keep pushing okay yeah i think there's a for the most part there's been like one or two strains that i think uh everybody's um taking cuttings of the cherry wine okay um but i know some other growers that are really kind of experimenting with some other strains Will all of them stick, you know, and be under the, the limits that we need them to be? I don't know, yep. but I, I I commend them for their bravery. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: All right. Well, listen, yeah, yeah. Mike.
1: Thank you very much for being another guest on the IHAMP Revolution podcast and a supporter of the IHAMP Revolution Roadshow.
2: Absolutely. Well, thanks for uh, having me, Coach ready